Justice League calling Flash. Justice League calling Flash. I had to do that. <laughs> hey, welcome to Father's Day edition. This is the uh, the Flash Father and Son spoiler review. This Hello. is Seth Kustosh. How's it going, fellas? And I'm Dad. I'm V, as you know. And uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, the Flash. Um, and before we do, um, Seth has loved Flash since... He, he's since he was a wee little lad. Since a wee lad. But uh, just wanted to do a shout out to Christian in the UK for the both of us before we started because uh, he's also been waiting for this movie his entire life. Yes, so, sir. Yeah, let's talk about the Flash. Yeah. What was your uh, initial uh, initial reaction to the film in terms of the way it was advertised? Did you feel uh, the trailer had let us know anything or not? That's just my first question to you. My whole thing going into it was, is it going to be a cohesive piece of story? Mm-hmm. Because from, from whatever, from, you know, from like whatever we've seen um, and heard, and then there's different stories, there's different edits and da 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 and the issues and co, you know, the, the plague and everything else. There is a lot working against it, new ownership, all this other stuff, rumors and what I was just hoping because we've been waiting for a flash movie forever, you know? And, uh, so this is directed by, uh, Andy machete. And, uh, he did really good on the tone of this film. Oh yeah. I was actually surprised. Not that I thought it was going to be right. Anything bad or anything, but just with all the stuff going on and hearing things about reshoots or oh, yeah. rewriting it and all the drama that happened with, uh, Ezra Miller and whatnot. So you first became enamored with, the Alex Ross flash. Correct. And then turns out we became friends with the model for that. Yes. And uh Corey Smith, we've been friends for years. And of course we had the justice league version with Michael Rosenbaum voicing and, you know, again, great character. And then, you know, Grant Gustin. And then when the flash initially, initially happened, they were in like season one. So there's a lot of drama there. And now here's the new version animated. And now, the new stories that they're going to be telling in DC actually like uh, flashes and Batman's gear there. But um, yeah. So gonna, what did you think going into it? I, I think, uh, all right, I'm sorry. I, I thought, um, I thought it was going to be very different in terms of tone. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be as lighthearted. I know the trailers uh, kind of made you think it was going to be lighthearted uh, and everything, but I thought it was going to be a lot um I don't know. I, I, I didn't think it was going to be as dark as, as it was the ending. I know this is a spoiler review, so I'm just going to get right into it. Right. But um, I mean, yeah, let's let's just get right into it. Like the ending, they they literally kill Michael Keaton's Batman over and over and over again. You know, right. I'm just getting right into it. But sure. to me, I mean, that's this is just that's just insane to me that I don't think uh, that wouldn't have been done just because in every superhero film you've seen. In the past, in my, right. in my opinion, majority speaking, I mean, it always has a the perfect ending. Even if it's not the perfect ending, oh, we'll bring him back, and you know, because it's a different, you know, universe. No, you know, like they, if they truthfully went back to the truthful, it's not an alternate version of the Keaton verse. It is that his actual Earth. If they actually did that, mm-hmm. he is actually dead, right? And, but- he, and he went out. Uh, a warrior too as well right you know which i think is right but do we know that that's the actual for sure 
universe no, you, you or know, could it be or could they get him back in another multiverse where that batman, batman exists for sure and but i i like the fact that it, it just it had more more gravitas to it because yeah. when you first watch it and then uh you know flash is going to run back in time yet again for the second or third time or fourth fifth time whatever in that film right. you're like okay he's just going to go back in time and fix it you know there's just those things where it's right and they're really they're going to be predictable and so. they really couldn't do that too often because a lot of people who went and saw this movie are flash fans from the cw and everyone's gone back to the house a million times Mm -hmm. so like they had to kind of use that sparingly sometimes that just because you know flashpoint animated and everything else we've seen this that part of the story a thousand times 100 percent. so like they had to like kind of squeak it that's why they changed it you know into a can of i really like the way they did uh savitar as well they showed him really early in the film Mm -hmm. and it you kind of the way he was portrayed in the first part of the film you couldn't you couldn't see his face at all um and i think maybe you saw oh i saw it because then when he saw a little bit of it yeah it was closing you saw his avatar Mm. but i'm saying like you couldn't see the face in terms of you could tell it's like again spoilers already again but you you know, you couldn't tell that it was Barry older, of course. Right. You know, um, so I, I, I thought that was that was really good. Ezra Miller did a, a fucking insane job uh, as an actor on this movie, in my opinion. You know, he didn't do too corny. It was completely separated characters every time. They were also to go along with the spaghetti theme in this movie with there was certain things that he knew he had to almost match but do almost like a different version of it slightly right? while keeping a completely different version of the character going on as well. Right. There's also though a little bit of this uh, self-flagellation where the flash and was it the flash, the script speaking or Ezra speaking that he knows that he's a lot for some people and is basically taking himself to task for his behaviors. So is that part of the script or is that part of the script that was altered? Is that him? trying to say so you know so there's a lot of different but anyway so it starts out with the hospital scene and then you know alfred of course calls him and uh flash has to go clean up the batman mess that he always makes and uh i think there's there, with those six babies flying down or seven however many there were if it was seven that'd be funny because that's the justice League number. so i think there's something up with that one baby Somewhere down the line, that one baby's gonna. There's something. The gonna, one baby that was seen when Flash stuck his. Yeah, but that was also, but that was the one baby that was focused on in mm. the in the aerial. That was pretty cool. They had so much shit going on visually, and uh, to build the tension immediately, in terms of uh, you know, show like you know, are all these babies going to die? That's pretty heavy. You right, know? usually they do one when they start with that many. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, let's see. They're going to be extremely dark or going to be really lightful right. in the end of the scene. And, uh, but, um, yeah, no, I think it was, it was reminiscent of, um, uh, I think, I believe Brian Singer's, uh, depiction of Quicksilver when he was wearing the goggles and he was, you know, running across the whole, uh, mansion, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I, I, it was very similar to that in terms of he had all this time to do stuff, do all, the, all these extra things. And it's also right. a cool thing, uh, a tone in the movie that 
that's the only place where Flash feels that he can actually shut everything off around him and just. So the time when he can pay attention. Yeah, because he can go so fast, he could actually be there as long as he wants to, hypothetically. Right. Like in one moment. And intercut, inner, intercut, intercut with this is the Batman chase. And uh, Ben Affleck swoops in uh, with the Batwing and then gets, you know, his uh, he's chasing the dude on the bat cycle and uh really good you know there's a couple tongue-in-cheek stuff they got the humor okay okay with him because he's still a heavier character still because of zach mm-hmm. but i thought they got the uh the lightness and then uh also with, with the lightness too i i thought that was weird towards the end of that scene i'm like why is this why is he why did he just look like that like why did why did he use that certain dialogue and it was oh, you're he, talking about Wonder Woman. Yeah, when he was still attached to the rope that the right. that, that a Wonder Woman had and everything. Right. So it was yeah, certain things were like if you truthfully like have you missed it in terms of right because like, they even made a different mask for him to have a goofy look. Yeah, reactionary. Yeah, yeah like he was all like, oh, oh yeah, it was like a di- different hero prop. Right. So you know, luckily she didn't ask him some certain questions. Do you think Wonder Woman was uh, wasted? cameo i've heard things certain reactions i don't know i always like seeing wonder woman on screen yeah i don't i don't i don't believe it was a wasted cameo i've just seen things floating around online like that yeah i'm a fan i'm a fan of the actress mm -hmm. so why wouldn't you know yeah and i mean too bad there wasn't another scene in there with her yeah that's you know doing you know doing something that's kind of what people were elaborating on it's like why why have her in there for for just that or or whatnot i mean but i think it's also too it's still it's because it's early on in the film and you're still on a present version of, well, you of still, flash's earth as well yeah you still well you still have justice league taste in your mouth yeah exactly exactly so it's, to kind of see okay you got you know yeah but uh, uh then there's the coffee douchebag and he's like oh is that fast enough for you and yeah so he goes to him and then he goes to work and there's kind of like these you know the the bumbling crew of you know misfits that he works with at the police station. You know, and uh, there's this just the way that the one guy was riding a glider. Something's up with that dude too. I don't know what it is, but oh yeah, something's up with that guy. If they ever did amalgamated, that guy's gonna wind up being the goblin. Gotcha. Yeah, but uh, which I think they're probably that's my theory is they're gonna work towards amalgamation at some point, but. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, so then uh, <clears throat> Bruce shows up in his uh, what, $2 million Mercedes or whatever. So, yeah, I think it was a, like a concept Maybach. If, I believe I saw the logo right. I think it was a concept Maybach. Yeah. Probably a one-of-one one and probably can't even drive in real life more than 10 miles per hour, you know? Right. Like, those things are always falling apart, but they look so uh, look so cool just because they're one of their concept vehicles. Right. And then uh, um, Iris walks up. And they have a discussion, and he's acting like, "Oh, oh, you remember me?" It was like it was a weird disconnect. There, there, there was a weird uh, for this scene. For for this scene, yeah. And uh, I think uh, Iris, the the actress that plays Iris, I don't know her name. Um, she she did really good in the film, mm-hmm. but there were some scenes where I'm not saying the acting was off, but there were certain scenes where her emotion being portrayed, I think, was misconstrued on purpose. Because, uh, you know, like uh, in one scene, uh, you know, Barry is telling Iris about basically what happened to his parents and, and, uh, and you know, the footage and, you know. That's way ahead of where. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no but I'm saying, uh, you know, and, and even in, in that moment, 
you saw it was a almost like a different version of that character. Right, There's like they different tone, like they had been hung, hanging around for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, so it was like an awkward. Oh, hey, hi, I haven't seen you in a bunch of years, and then asked a question about his dad with the trial. How do you know about the trial? Well, I'm covering for the paper. Yada yada yada. So she apologizes and then goes to his place later, and then you know he's being a goofball, gets her a couple of beers, and uh, yeah, she had mentioned something in that conversation, and all then. We're talking about tomatoes, and then we see Savitar when he goes into the multiverse. And there's a lot. Oh, <clears throat> and then he goes and finds um, the other Barry Allen, mm-hmm. or his mom, actually, and then finds Barry as he's eating dinner at their table. And uh, so then it's the apartment scene with Barry's strange roommates. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have this whole discussion on Back to the Future and how Eric Stoltz is a, you know, he did a fantastic acting job in that movie. And Tom Cruise was in Footloose and Kevin Bacon was in Top Gun and all this other stuff. Were, so were all those like alternate actors that could have been or were in the running? At Eric the time Stoltz of shot for like five weeks on Back to the Future, then he got fired. And the other films that they had mentioned, were there any of those actors? Uh, well, they were all at the same time, so, so they probably, they probably the auditioned. same roles, you know what I mean? I think there was a certain tone in, in the movie as well that had to do with films that were never going to be made to you know go on screen, or things that you would think that would never wind it on winding right. on screen. Right, winding we got up in subconsciously. This, we got in this in this movie. Yeah. And so they start, uh, so Barry starts, Barry one, uh, starts looking through the computer, see if he can find any other Justice League members. And of course they can't find, uh, there's no Clark Kent. There's no, uh, uh, Cyborg is still, um, he hasn't become Cyborg yet, so they can't use stone. So then uh aquaman aquaman but they couldn't find him yeah because he was he was a dog he was a dog pretty sure he was a dog in the in the the movie he calls he calls aquaman's dad in the oh in the in the film that's right that's right and then right 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 he was a dog so that's where aquaman was just because uh he had just named his right his dog author curry and i guess some out of contact information for him right so then they can't find the only person they can find you know is Bruce Wayne. So they go to Wayne Manor. And uh, so they just assumed, which was weird. Because hmm. if if he, did, he didn't Google Bruce Wayne, because then he would have seen it was a different Batman right away. But anyway, so they go to uh, uh, Wayne Manor, and they, you know, they break in, and they start playing uh, 25 or 64 by the band Chicago. And uh, you see Keaton come in, you know, like a ninja kitten, and he like, just, yeah, just kicks their the at Yeah, the, and, the way he snuck up with like complete silence and ninja, and, right, right, and everything on the, in, the, in the first scene was uh was was pretty cool. Yeah, and they, you never saw his face during any of those fight scenes. Oh, I skipped the whole part of when uh, Flash becomes Flash. Flash two becomes Flash two. Yeah, um, that that was also crazy how they had done that. Yeah, and, and we will kind of be all over the place. And so we just because this movie does go all over the place, right? Back, it forth. serves our ADD yeah, and right. ADHD. So, uh, so, but um, 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a step-by-step step in terms of reviews, but it, it is just insane how uh, the first Flash made the second Flash the Flash. Right. Uh, there wasn't, you, you know, it's like altering with so many timelines and creating right. another sub-universe from the sub-universe. And no one asked him how he got the name Flash because you know who gave him the name Flash. Uh... Grant Gustin gave him the name Flash and Christ's Son Infinite Earths for on the CW crossover. So that's, that's right. how he got his name to Flash. And I, I, if we're bringing that up, I have to talk about it in terms of that was one of the, the cameos that had never made it throughout the film. Yeah. Um, and I, there might have been, um, I, I don't know. I don't know because there's a, there's a it's few... not even the Jay, the Jay Garrett guy. That's not even the guy from Arrowverse. It's a different actor. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, at least that's what they're saying. It's credited gotcha. to a different. It looked. It looked like a very similar actor, but I thought. Oh, for I, sure. th- I thought the, the suit was different, but um. But yeah, no. I thought that was pretty pretty bogus. But there's also probably going to be an extended cut of the movie, director's cut, you know, deleted mm-hmm. scenes and everything and whatnot. And I yeah. think uh, with all the versions and ev- of editing this movie and everything. Uh, I think it it could have been appropriate. May I don't know. You know, I just don't. I haven't seen those scenes where. Yeah. You know what could have we seen and whatnot? Would it have been a wasted cameo perceived as? Yeah. Or... So so Flash One's hanging out with Flash Two, and they're like, oh, in a half hour, what what's the date? Oh, in a half hour from now is when the lightning strikes it. So they go there, and of course they're arguing. He's like, what? I'm gonna get hit by lightning? And of course, you know, in typical Flash, uh fashion winds up that it goes through barry allen one into barry allen two, the younger one and now barry loses his powers and the kid now has the powers yeah and then him learning is probably barry's trying to talk to him and he's too like all over the place (laughs) he's all yes if he just done a bunch of speedy drugs yeah face to the floor Mm -hmm. You know, he started his, you know, his, you know, clothes started on fire and he created a big ruckus downtown and stuff. And so that was kind of funny. Uh, I think there's another thing in this that uh, even though um, it was kind of, it, it was perceived that the second version of Barry Allen, and as soon as you see him before he gets the powers, he's, uh, he's pretty ignorant and like very immature. Yeah. But I think there's a certain, uh, I don't know, uh, reoccurring thing here that um every flash in every universe is extremely smart mm-hmm. you know it, you know but you have to be the flash first because that was just a human barry allen and he didn't have responsibilities so you have to think deeper you have to you have to be responsible you know because he didn't have any responsibilities right because none of his stuff really had real world implications it was all yeah and he was just he's yeah. just a, a human yeah you're not trying to like save multiverses as a human because you're not the flesh you know and so mm-hmm. when he when he got those there was a certain thing where you see him starting to realize things and understand more and like the you know flash one is saying you know you don't pretty much you don't understand like when when will you understand the gravity of the situation will you understand right you know right it's like trying to you know trying to get him to you know take things uh seriously but uh yeah so back to keaton so I thought it was great to see Keaton back as Batman. And, uh, yeah, because I saw the first Batman in my 1971 Cadillac Eldorado, the silver sled at a drive-in uh, with a 
with uh, my buddy Dave, and uh, so that was that was you know it was interesting you know all these years later that uh, and, you know he's still bad, and he's you know he's always going to be a great Batman. And he he technically yeah, that was my first Batman as a kid too because I didn't see uh, yeah. the, the Christian Bale's movies weren't out, right? And you know I we had the DVD. And I remember it was like the plastic one that like clipped around. It wasn't the click. It was like right. the clip around one. And well, it had, you know, well, yeah, like when you Keaton. were ready for Batman, it was the the bat, the Keaton Batman movies and then right into the animated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they did really good on his suit. I thought they were going to do something yeah. horrible with the suit. Just when they when they had mentioned he's going to possibly be in the film, I figured, oh, my right. gosh, you know, they're probably going to do something really bad to it. They're going to change the yellow. They're going to change the black, like any, like everything they're going to change. And they didn't really change too much. Um, mm-hmm. Although they did, they just, they just modernized it and sharped up some lines, but they yeah. kept the fact that he can't move his neck. So I was pretty happy with that. Um, maybe he could move his neck in that one. He just, you know, tried to stay restricted. Could uh, be because there's more to his character. Yeah. Cause it became part of it. So, so then, uh, so they convinced Bruce to, help him out on this quest to go find the kryptonian and they think that clark is hidden away somewhere and uh but it's not clark it's uh kara so who is supergirl and uh so they break into this russian you know they got the cool bat with the bat wings badass the way it was rotating and he was standing standing mm. in the same place and uh which is all a nod all of that, all of that comes back to uh, uh, um, Christian Bale's um, yeah uh, take on Batman when he had the uh, did they call it the Prowler too? Did, was that called? Was that I think that machine was actually called so. the Prowler as well, well. In the real yeah. the uh, the motorcycle and um, yeah yeah it's because it, the wheels spun and rotated when he can do that and there's also a nod to that when Ben Affleck scene the beginning of the film is taking a big turn. You know, they're going really fast. They build up this and they and so yeah, they didn't do the the you know the spinning of it, but they right. did a skipping of it. Right. And it was it was a total nod, you know. And then when they when he turned on the Batwing, you saw the uh the nod to Batman sixty six with the uh the jet flame. Mm. Yeah. And uh you know, there is a ton of Easter eggs in this movie. And, you know, people are, will be like, oh, this movie's a piece of, and oh, and blah. You know, I went to the movie to enjoy it. Yeah. That's a, that's you know, a, that's like, a that's how I walk into it. Uh, you know, I'm not, not sitting there. What, yeah, the, and, you what know, the fuck? Yeah, there, there's nothing wrong with, <laughs> with wanting to have a character treated like, you know, the character like it was yeah. when you were a kid and the way you remembered it, but. Like the, the same thing there too is uh you know things it's not, it's not that uh things things change or anything like that I think it's more the sense that it was always there in the beginning as entertainment right it's uh see because I saw in the earlier movies that Flash was a wasted character mm-hmm. you know he didn't really serve any purpose yeah he, he he was in the it's almost like a Quicksilver again right and the, he was just X-Men. annoying just, yeah it's just annoying so to get to see you know. You know, of course, you're hearing about all what's going to happen. And, you know, I'm 54, so I have, you know, 50 years of flash stories and what could be's and what, you know, what couldn't be's. And, you know, so I'm, and then, you know, Seth, of course, it was, you know, he thought he would, he was flash when he was a kid. I remember, uh, watch how fast I can run. 
I remember doing that and asking my parents, like, do you see the blur? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. what are you talking about? And I had to explain, like, the blur, like the black. The blur from running. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clear as day. Yeah, that was. But, uh, and then, so they get down into the Russian thing and Michael Keaton. Oh, yeah, he's trying to do a pump fake on, like, yeah, a, one, and, of, one of the, like, the Russian sides. And it's just yeah. to show how hard Russians are, too. Yeah, they don't just give some a old dude, all, you know, beard down here. He's, like, saying, he's, like, yeah, and he, like, pulls this thing up and brings out a gun. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Uh, and it was cool to see Keaton do Batman funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, even though he was serious, he was put in a funny moment. Yeah, it was also embraced of the tone of how the movie was perceived back then because Tim yeah. Burton made it a pretty serious movie for the most part too. It's not like yeah, he set, really played it serious. Set in a satirical. But yeah. it was, uh, yeah, it was set in kind of like a, a la-la land, if you will, of right. things. Yeah, because they had to go halfway to um, Batman 66 for people, you know, mm. not them, but the studio made them go kind of that way. Correct. But uh, the bullet coop, bullet bulletproof cape, I thought that was pretty badass. Yeah, was that was that was that ever shown in the original I don't, Keen movies? I don't remember. I think it was in the animated. Got you. I mean, the cape had to have been. I feel like there was a scene with the cape. I don't. But maybe don't, something was thrown at it, or yeah, knives, or, or fire, or something. Yeah, yeah. Most likely fire yeah. or ice. So okay, so they get down there and they get into this thing. They break into it and. It's not Clark, it's a girl. And they're like, oh, well, this isn't Clark. And so we find out that, uh, well, later on. But anyway, so but it's still a Kryptonian, but it's Kara, who is Supergirl. And uh, uh, you know, so basically they break Supergirl out. And uh, as they get her into the sun, of course, she brings in the yellow rays of the sun and just fucking kicks ass. Yeah. She's like throwing people a mile yeah. and a half. Really, yeah, brutally, yeah, murdering people. Yeah. Up against a brick wall. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 th- I thought that was... Yeah, I think she did a great job. She, she did really good. You know, didn't break a stride, didn't look, you know, I'm talking as a 50-year-old fan, didn't look out of place. You know, I've seen all the Supergirls, all the Super... You know, there's multiverses, and I think she was great. Her suit looked phenomenal. Mm. Her acting was really good, and she could do the action scenes. Yeah, and uh, hopefully, and uh, I, I'd, I'd like seen, to see more. I'd seen a, a post on her on her Instagram, and she said that there was a, a lot taken out from that scene, actually, and there was two, well, yeah, two rated R, and so uh, uh, basically, you know, right, it's basically right, what right. it come down to. So hopefully, those things come out on. Probably just like ah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I think there probably would have been scenes that were uh, inspired by what is it, uh, Homeland or what's the ones, the boys or? Oh well, yeah, the boys or whatever it is. Yeah, but you know, in the, uh, you know, in uh, you know the graphic novel when they break out Kal El, and he's just a waif, and then you know he slaughters out like probably thousand people. Gotcha. Army and like all that stuff in the New Frontiers animated, they did it too, where he mm. comes out and you know, but uh, yeah, I think I thought they, you know, that was good. Um, and she even looked like the her haircut 
is literally how it looked in the animated New Frontiers. Gotcha. And they were saying like how like the new feel for DC is going to be the New Frontiers kind of vibe. They also uh, continued the theme uh, with Henry Cavill's Superman, the symbol meaning like hope. Yeah. And everything they continue that with Flash having hope in this female version of Superman. So he mm. thinks that you know you know they she will find trust in them and whatnot and you know he can basically uh you know have her on his team right or on the team in general and so i thought like that that tone followed through from beginning all the way to end with all their also more you know a super more his age that he could relate to you know because he's the young he's the young guy on the team that is true and then uh also uh there's a subtle scene there well, when they're back from the fight and they've got Kara and they're about to electrocute the shit out of Flash, when you see Keaton sewing himself up, giving himself stitches. Electrocute the shit out of Flash to give him back his powers. Yes. By the way. Which was done through... A la Frankenstein. Through, yeah, a la Frankenstein, through the uh, Batwing that was mm-hmm. hanging as like the, As the kite. Yeah, as the kite, basically. So, like, he did that with a subtle delight on his face. Hmm. stitching up his arm he's bleeding oh yeah yeah like there was this little you know slight keaton smile you know so uh so Kara um barry brings Kara up to the roof and she literally gets her moment in the sun and uh and her super girl suit and uh the suit's fantastic man and uh, that that scene you're talking about, where Michael Keaton is, is sewing himself up, I think that was foreshadowing that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like I said again, that, like he is yeah. going to go out as a warrior. Yeah. In the uh, in in the film. Yeah, look at that suit. I mean, the lines are great. You know, that would be you know we've been wanting a suit like this for a long time from some of the. Uh, you know, every time something comes out, every superhero movie for the past twenty years, we're. You know, oh look at this, look at this. Oh, check this. The director is also awesome for keeping yeah. Zack Snyder's vision live. He had a lot to juggle and he did it masterly, masterfully. And uh he's also doing uh Batman the Brave and the Bold. I can't wait to see it or no, anything he's, else. He's he he's gonna kill that shit. Dude, and he's got a shitty attitude. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, it's a good it's shitty a good attitude. shitty attitude. He's yeah. like, Oh yeah, this is the best thing you're ever gonna, you know. Yeah. It really I totally dig the guy. Yeah, he knows. He know he's not a. Yeah, yeah his he, wife's his producing partner. He's not like pretentious or anything. He's not pretending no, his shit no. don't stink. It's not that type of attitude. No, he's just confident in his filmmaking and storytelling abilities and his willingness he, he, to work. He, with he understands everybody. your emotions before you've seen the film, and he's just trying to like kind of like bait right. you. He doesn't like, come at you like you an adversary. And uh, just come and to like just come see the film. Right. You know, he's like ha ha ha. Right. I know something you don't. Yeah, it's similar to, to the way James Gunn advertised his films. Yeah. Uh, you know, in terms of tonally on, on you know on social media and whatnot. And so the so they so then they do the uh the Frankenstein test. And you see Keaton using his 60-year-old machines with round dials and and the course is like uh for the record, I think this is insane, and they do it anyway, and it doesn't work, and then Kara shows back up in her suit all charged up and she takes him up into the heavens and and uh you know flashes back. And well Flash isn't isn't back yet. When when Kara brings Flash down, the second version of Barry now 
is looking at what is a dead flash because his heart is not beating yet because it was stopped from, oh, okay. from, yeah, yeah, yeah. from that shock. And so he just does the thing, which is from Zack Snyder's movie, the tone of the painting and everything of when they go like this, you know, that yeah, whole right. tone of kind of like God and man, religion and mm-hmm. and myth and all that stuff that he will soon become a God yeah, yeah. with the spark of lightning. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the Frankenstein scene. And it's also full circle from the original Flash giving the second Flash's powers. Now the yeah. second Flash just gave the first Flash. You know, it's just almost redoing what you did in time, which is a right. consistent tone in this film. Right. So then after that, Barry, uh, Barry 2, or Flash 2, starts building a suit out of uh, an old Batman suit. and uh, But he has to be careful with it because something about the hyperstatic electricity... Com- if you run too fuck. fast, it'll burn off. Well, he also has to release... Oh, there's two... Lightning. <laughs> you must release. Uh, yeah, there's... um. Yeah, there's like all the, all the kinetic energy that's building up. Basically, right. if you rub your socks and stuff, it's right. like the same thing, and it can it can get really bad. It can kill mm-hmm. um, or people around. Right. So then it's what... back back real quick to the uh, when the Flash is building the suit out of the old Batman suits. The best scene is when they're cutting off the bat ears. It's just the oh, au- yeah. it's just the audio of cutting a, off the bat. Ears. Whoever edited this. There's there's like two or three little brief moments that are one total film school edits. They don't really belong there. They're clumsy. Yeah. They're short, but they're fucking hilarious. Yeah, and it's it's I'm not I'm not gonna say they're it's edited poorly, but it's almost done like in a rush to be like it's funny. Who gives a fuck? Right, but you it. Know? You know, sometimes, you know, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the, Because it's so awkward for because it takes your mind off of what's going to happen with the awkward cut. And then you see the comedy bit. Yeah, there's almost like there's so much buildup and things to like focus on. It makes you jump out. Yeah, because no see. actors informing you with with dialogue that mm. something's funny it's the fucking sound you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know and that one of those just... one of those moments too is when uh michael keaton uh you know batman is explaining to the flashes about you know how these multiverses which he yeah. seemed oddly to know a lot about of course but those those multiverses and everything um they connect and da 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 and he wants barry one to test the sauce and so there's like a conversation. He doesn't verbally bring up test the sauce or anything. It's just cut to, to Barry, cut to Michael Keaton. When it cuts back to Barry, it, you just a spoon with sauce just enters yeah. the frame. And then Absolutely. when they when they cut back, Michael Keaton's hand is nowhere near that. I mean, it's it's <clears throat> yeah, and like it's done on purpose. Yeah. There's no way you miss that, you know. Like it was done horribly on purpose. But it's, it's like not something that, that you do to your good scene. buddy to get him to shut up because they're wasted. And you're, you know, or you're cooking, and you're like, "Here, man." Yeah. But totally funny. So the children of the world. Uh, I still you, there was a line: "The children of the world." I still think there's something up with these babies. Whether it's cloning, you know, maybe those are Kal El. You know, you know, because supposedly, as we'll find out here, like, uh, anyway. Well, I mean, it, it, it may be. It did, 
this is this is this is gonna prove how much stuff was going on in the flash in a good way, but like I Zod never died in the end, right? No. Zod never never dies in the end of this film. I don't believe so. Unless there was just so much going on. I, no, I, yeah, I, did. He did? Yeah. No, wait. He never yes. died. <laughs> yeah, it's because I, I don't know, because I mean Something about um, you know, cloning. Well, now you fucked me all up. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think. Is I don't think so. You would, you would, you would. I believe remember that. I mean, wait Zod, a minute. Zod kills Supergirl in every. Uh, right. Okay. He says there's nothing. You know, there's nothing. I, he's like, no, there's nothing. Because it's can... a cross point, you know. Right. And so what I think is so that world is lost. Mm, so part part, and that's why, set uh. And that's why uh, he became Savitar, was part of that, and finding out about... And I, I think to do with that, with it's maybe in later in uh, those universes that affected uh, these cross points and everything. Because when, when he's, when he's um, meshing two worlds together, he's making brand new cross points now. Mm-hmm. Cross points that already existed, and now cross points that do exist because of that. So I think maybe Zod, uh, you know, he could make all those babies doomsday babies or whatever right. it is, you know. And or, they, they also bring up that in that universe where Kara is super is the Supergirl, Kal-El never made it. The infant never made it. Or in Zod a different says. universe, he saved the same seven kids, but those kids wound up being the Justice League. Some kind of weird For fucking, sure. you know. For I mean? sure. Who know, you know. Yeah, and um, but um. But yeah, I think uh, yeah, there's just so much to juggle, right? With, like, with and then this. Zod goes to Kara. Oh, we've been waiting for you. Mm-hmm. So, how many times has he gone through this, knowing that? Well, is he waiting through? Does does he have an army that's waiting for him from the blood and everything? That's basically right. what it is, you know, because uh, he's trying to say that you know, get her blood. And yeah, man, they this director is ruthless with the like the variations of these timelines mm-hmm. and you know these certain cross points and like making you see the same thing differently, right? Which is already like not horrible in a sense of it was made, and kudos made to the, the and kudos it's, it's, to the editor it, it, who probably was being driven insane. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's yeah, it, it's it's insane that you're gonna see something that as a fan it feels horrible to watch because it could be something you know something bad happening to a character that you like a lot you know which we see happen to which is it's just crazy we see that to happen to supergirl and batman you know over and over again yeah so they're having this big battle back from uh what was that man of steel or is that from superman or superman versus or just it, your one. when the you know when they go to meet the the colonel who was martian manhunter but you didn't see martian manhunter in this version of what happened yeah, it was a man of steel. so either He's still around, or he's in into that universe. But when he kills the soldier, and he goes back, and they start fighting. That's from what movie originally? That was from. It takes place in, on a different uh, location, right, but right. it's it but takes, that was Superman. That was from Superman: Man of Steel. Yeah. Okay, so you know, so Flash during that fight, Flash gets a Flash two, the younger one gets a cut on his face, and you could see him. You could see the trauma set in right there. Mm-hmm. That you know that he's going to be an asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, you know. Because, yeah. yeah and also, yeah. Another thing that was weird to me is that there was something. And you saw first, first, 
flash vibrate into someone's chest mm. a kryptonian and fucking kill him yeah that to me was weird to see flash just outright kill somebody mm. i think that uh i think that it also happened maybe on the second or third time they try to fix that that scene in a timeline too he could be getting fed up with things because he's trying to go back so many times he's like all right fuck it right. you know yeah so then the terraforming begins and uh uh basically says that Kal-El, they found the they found the ship that Kal was on and the baby didn't survive is what he said and uh but that doesn't mean the baby's dead our theory is that it's uh uh was it apocalypse mm. yeah because you know it basically was a clone of a kryptonian and they needed Oh, but we need your blood. So the Zod's from Chicago. So Michael Shannon, right on, brother. Yeah. Also, Michael, uh, shout out Michael Shannon, just for the fact that he stuck up for Zack Snyder uh, yeah. throughout this whole filming process and in his press tour. I mean, everything. There's a reason why these actors are sticking up for Zack Snyder. Right. Not only is he, he is the John Favreau of DC, mm-hmm. the way I perceive it, um, but, you know, or, was yeah. the John Favreau of DC, I guess you can say, but he is the original, though, you know. Well, um, I mean, I've worked with Zack Snyder a number of times when he was doing commercials, and he's a stand-up guy. Yeah, he just seems, you know, real, so. you know, and uh, and I, I will say, uh, I don't know, I'm not happy with the way Warner Brothers did, uh, did Zack Snyder as well. No, and hopefully James Gunn will be able to, you know, everyone's like, oh, but, but you know, everyone needs to stop bitching for one second, my yeah. God. And embrace what you like. Remove man, the you know? stick. Make something. Yeah. Remove the stick. Yes. Um, you know. Um, moist. Uh, <laughs> you know. Fucking hate that word. Yeah. So, okay. Let's, so, let's get to the special effects. Now, a lot of people are bitching. Oh, well, the, the, the fucking CGI. Is CGI on. was bullshit during the, when they're doing the multi-world. Well, yeah, but as you said, it's like the thing on the kryptonians it it's in reference to that because it's old technology to, kryptonians to, to bring old, it into further context but um, they colorized it and they added stuff from like the wonder woman if, if for if for whatever reason you're watching this and you haven't seen the film but you're still watching a spoiler review right um, which Dick. yeah right can't believe you but no and for whatever reason if that's the case when when flash is going back in time he creates like a, a bubble almost like when you see the terminator uh when he spawns in. yeah and basically what what that's supposed to and do all, is the uh the flash um bending time and space no the the running machine that he has that mm. replaced that got you and so when when he's running back in time and everything and, and there's a, a bubble what what it's surrounding the bubble is all these cgi memories these fourth dimensional cgi memories physical space yeah. and time it's it's interstellar kind of vibes because there's a physical right. space and time and uh he can bend time and, and light and space yeah so and you see it like there. a bowl like this like you're in a like a coliseum and he's in the middle of this running like a hamster wheel yeah there's like a coliseum and so that's how you and so yeah, when when he stops in the moment because he's running so fast, he right. can stop for so long. He stopped in that exact moment. And what was interesting, they actually put in a little scene at the back computer with Barry earlier, with a rollerball mouse to give people the 
uh, subconscious clue on this is how it works. Yeah, like yeah, foreshadow. Because it was a honking rollerball. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. It wasn't. But. Yeah, and um, I'll I'll give two perspectives of the, the uh, CGI and, and whatnot. I was going into the film thinking that oh my gosh, what I saw from these trailers. I'm not going to fucking like the CGI in this film. That's what I was just thinking, going in, just being honest. And, you know, I didn't have that harsh mindset going into it, but I was happy with everything that I saw. I mean, because of the people who pre-spoil stuff, you know, like, this is a spoiler review. We're not ruining it for everyone. It's in the title, Spoiler Review. Oh, yeah, yeah, Spoiler Review. That's why I came out the gauges. So, yeah, we have to see things so fast sometimes because we don't want it ruined because some jerk will go on and say, oh, (laughs) like, that's bogus. Mm. So... You know what I mean? So it so not to have it spoiled, and then because of everything's like that, they have to have all these different cuts and they have fake trailers and shots that aren't in the movie or in the trailer or in the marketing that you know, so you piss off some people, but you know, uh, people are so ruthless with their um spoilers just to be like mean or negative. Yeah, and they won't title it spoiler this or that you know right. i remember when um i believe it was it was a uh, you know i think spider-man uh i think because there was a premiere a world premiere that happened like a day before or mm-hmm. whatnot you know and then you had the people from the press uh or online and podcasters who got to invited to the event and whatnot got to see it as well um the pen's all fucked up there. Show, show him your hand at his fucking pen's all fucked up. <laughs> all <laughs> fucked up from a fucking pen. So, uh, but, um, I don't, I don't know where I was going from there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> fucking pen. Fuck me. Uh-huh. But, um. Yeah, the movie was great. I mean, I went into oh, it hoping. Go ahead. No, and so, uh, yeah, and, uh, but yeah, the, the thing is when, when you don't title something spoiler this or spoiler that, you know, what? like. It fucking sucks when you have been waiting your whole life to see this fucking film take place. Right, because someone's not only you're fucking you're Star fucking Wars. over two generations right. of people, Michael Keaton's generation, you know, of seeing that Batman and now seeing this. Right, right. You know, like for, yeah. for my show. So now it's like you're fucking up because there's all these multiverses. It's like you're pissing off yeah. grandpa, grandma, cousins, fucking yeah, babies. Th- yeah. I, I still think that they have to do a Batman Beyond with Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. I would, yeah. I would, that would be my dream Batman as, movie. As, as kick-ass as the Clint Eastwood project that was, uh, you know. Right, that can't happen because it's impossible because he's 300 years old. Yeah, I understand. But Michael <laughs> and, Keaton is still Michael, kicking ass. Yeah, Michael Keaton's still kicking ass. But, which by the way, that would be. So is Clint, but. That probably would be, an in, I mean. Get off my lawn. You know? Get off my lawn. <laughs> That's all. It is. Yeah. You want to come on my lawn? Come on. What's that? What was that movie called? Was that Al Camino, that movie? Uh, no, it was uh, Gran Torino. Gran Torino. Sorry. That was yeah. totally, totally random. He, he had a bat, he, he had a Batman tone in, in that one. He has, he's like an old Bruce Wayne in that movie just by yeah. himself. But. Yeah. So, yeah, I would love to see I, Batman. So, now where does the DCU go from here? What's going to. You know, and here's the whole thing. It could end right there, and it doesn't matter because it's a flashpoint. Different. It could be in a different universe. Yeah, and now universe. things take place in a different universe, and, and they can now, always revisit. And, and now the story is here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think it all depends how much money the film makes for the 
yeah, so possible far. creative control. Because I mean, I know James Gunn is is the head of everything, but right. who does he have to answer to? Well, the point? shareholders. But also, he's the creative guy. Yeah, and the other guy takes care of the production. So I think there's that's a very good thing and something that you you haven't had before right, right, necessarily. Right. Well, right. Um, but the 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 bad side in that is maybe if creative creatively wants to go somewhere, if this movie isn't doing great, and you know maybe because of the antics with Ezra Miller, let's say Ezra Miller fucking slaps another girl today, you know, and there's a whole nother new headline and you're like, Jesus, Ezra, like again, it's like, why, you know, if there's another thing like that, then it, it has to be taken in a whole different direction. Oh, probably. well, right. Well, I mean, it's not like all this stuff's new back in the day. They used to hide it. They used to, you know, sweep it under the rug that mm-hmm. have, you know, private investigators. And by the way, your great aunt owned a clinic for troubled Hollywood stars in Beverly Hills back in the 40s. I remember hearing something like that, I guess. I guess she was part of the cover-ups, but, uh, you know, things always, you know, things happen. And now PR's everything, and there's a new cycle. They always need some new content. And to keep people divided over something they love is really kind of stupid because the fans wind up losing out in the end, you know. Um, I personally don't like Ezra Miller. As an actor, I think he's annoying. Um, this is the first thing, and I went into this disliking him, but like I love the character of the Flash. Yes, I went into this not liking him, and by the end of the movie, I'm like, okay, wouldn't hang out with him, but I'd watch some, you know, yeah. something else that he did. So he he won me over in one way. You know yeah, I mean? and and plus, I mean- and he didn't disservice the character at all no no and you know so far he's done good on with press and everything he did limited you know uh, interviews and whatnot right but um another thing to to add on to ezra yeah i didn't necessarily i'm not the biggest fan of him either as, as just a person from what i've seen but that you don't judge somebody from one thing and there are just one space of time you know like with robert downey jr you know right i mean but some of the stuff out, you know it, it, is is horrible and i and i think uh i don't know beyond if, reproach nothing's you know for we'll sure. have to see exactly i, I think happens. ezra miller probably won't stay an actor uh his you know and well, i don't think he'll always that stay all that. goes down to employment opportunity mm, for sure so you know we could still you know who knows what's going to go on with you know the flash to or if there's going to be a Flash 2, if it goes right into Batman Brave and the Bold, because that's the next movie for Machete. So. And, 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 and going back to, uh, going all the way back to where how they don't show Grant, uh, Grant Dustin from, from, from the CW, he doesn't have mm-hmm. those cameos, even though uh, Ezra cameoed in the CW, Flash. Right. Um, I think, you know, to your point, we had a conversation off camera right after we saw the film where it's like, why didn't they show him? Why didn't they show him? Right. And maybe in the second one, he's got way bigger role to play. You know, he mm-hmm. maybe is the main character, which is the, fla- you know, right. Or they can the make him, so. you know, oh, you know, could have to do with contract shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, only Ezra can play this character for, you know, this amount of whatever. And okay, well, Ezra gets, you know, quote unquote killed off or sent into another speed force or whatever. And Wally West just happens to look just like Grant Gustin. And now you've got your Flash and a whole new universe. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm not sure. 
which Flash was in Batman the Brave and the Bold? Animated. Someone might want to check that out. If it's actually Wally West, I might be on this one. But yeah, I'm not a. I'm not, yeah, with all the deleted scenes too, I guess we'll see possibly where the DCU can go. Right, and they could here. probably, you know, you they could probably ask. They could. Here's a great idea, and send me a check, Warner Brothers. Thank you. <laughs> um, here's the deal on your website. Have a, a 25 question questionnaire. Whatever the answers are, boom, goes into some kind of bullshit algorithmic blah blah blah, and it spits out what cut they send you. Got you. Based on your based what you on, like. Based as a on fan. your answers, yeah. It'll give you a questionnaire, yeah, based on your answers. Yeah, yeah. You know, statistically you're probably more because it's all like digital. This. It's not like there's you know splicing and recutting on tape. So the few tweaks that already exist on a hard drive. For sure, for sure. Which which DC is known to go back and reunite right. things with the Zack Snyder. And DC cool. Animated has always been top notch, blows Marvel away all the time, and uh, I think they're doing a great job over there. But uh, yeah. So anything else? What? So what was your uh, on the overall? Um, visually, uh, even going into the movie thinking that the CGI was going to be trash from the trailers, just straight up. Um, really harsh with cgi just because i've always been able to pretty much tell if it's a practical something or if it's all cg or if it's a mixed um you know growing up because he's my dad uh, <laughs> what's it called um no visually it was probably like a like a 8.7 8.8 that's really good i'm trying to be very critical here like out, right. of, out of the 10 just because uh no i agree with that that's you know one. the big fight scene where there's nothing in the background is done for a reason um, also because it was in the desert also also in the desert but there's certain there's certain space that's filled within that things are spaced out right, and you only was, see uh, the camera in a tight area for for yeah, certain reasons because the, the renderings are only happening in a small area um relatively um that's the only really scene that i was like oh, okay maybe you know but other than that it's not like it was pulling me away from the movie or anything like that but uh yeah, yeah overall visually there but in terms of overall just my overall rating of the film it's just a, yeah, I'd say like a solid nine, just actually a solid nine. It deserves a solid nine because they did things that they weren't supposed to do. Right. You know, they, they kill off characters you love. Right. They like, director doesn't give a fuck about right. the way a viewer feels in a yeah, good way. I was surprised. Because that, he's going to give you something different. You don't want to see the same yeah, shit I was surprised every time. That they killed a woman. Um, you know, I, I was literally like when they killed Carl, I'm like, no way. Mm hmm. Like, I couldn't believe that. And then they did it again. I'm like, holy shit. And I expected Bruce to die the warrior's death. But I yeah. told you that anyway Yeah. before that. Yeah. But I'll have to agree. I'll give it a solid nine. But, uh, but uh, that's it. Yeah. That's it. And we'll see you next time. And, uh, of course, go see Flash. And if you see this uh, symbol right before you pass out, that means you're breaking the law. Yeah, and don't forget to wipe your ass. And don't forget to wipe your ass. That's an inside story. Anyway, <laughs> see you guys later.